You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, and welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. <laughs> you started out strong. Hi, lovely, and welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. I'm Riley, and I was wondering how far you'd let me go. <laughs> And that's as far as I'll let you go. What's, oh, what's that song? And he was going just about as far as she let him go. Oh, um... Save a horse riding cowboy. Horse riding cowboy. A classic. Oh. Yeah, we heard that on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, do we. Wow. Do you want to start with the life updates or the work updates or... The housekeeping? The housekeeping? Oh, what did we get wrong this time? <laughs> uh, don't know. Just don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the Plus Tip on the podcast, wherever you get the podcast. As always, make sure you tell your friends to listen, support, throw out all the great ratings our way, mm-hmm. and um, check out our sponsors. Yep. X9 Amazing Bikinis. Check them out on Instagram. Fabulous Lashes done by Levian Lash. Liz is amazing. And shoot with Joshua, who does amazing photography. Yes. Okay, hit him with your life updates. What you got? Well, we just had a lovely weekend it's away. It's our life updates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just had a lovely weekend away, didn't we? Yeah, we had two great weekends in Kelowna. We were there for the long weekend, which yep. was very fun. A lot of boating. And then we had a really nice girls getaway this past weekend, which was very fun. Yeah, one of our girlfriends retired from the uh, six work working world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Another one bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had a retirement Ford slash funeral for her. Um, we were a very extra stripper persona. Very, it was very extra. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. We went out boating as well, of course, as you do in Kelowna. Um, and then we went out dancing to a country club. Which I do I do not know the last time that I have gone dancing like for fun. No, and that's exactly what I said too. I was like I it, it felt so good to just be like um unhinged dancing. Yeah. <laughs> not getting paid to be sexy, just like having fun with our girlfriends and this one lone straggler of a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were sitting on the stage and um this gentleman was across the way from us and was like waving us kind of and then he came over he's like hi nice to meet you guys and I was like oh like hi who are your friends who are your friends he's like fuck up <laughs> he's like I'm your friend now so then he like just hung out with us the entire night like got us drinks all night it was like super sweet um and that's just something he like pretty much just like held our bags and like bought us drinks all yeah. night. And then we were like dancing in his vicinity vicinity it was very very sweet yeah. he was very very kind shout out to uh whatever your name was yeah. <laughs> And may you never find this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, may you never find this podcast. Which they always seem to, which is... Yeah, truly. (laughs) Truly a blessing and a curse. Um, My dad is coming to visit me this week. Oh, Uh, papa. Yeah, I've been living overseas for eight years, and this is the first time that he's going to have come to visit me. (laughs) He's never once cared to visit you. No, he actually came to Canada the year I wasn't in Canada. Savage. Yeah, it was very He's savage. like, when are you not there again? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard because, like, his mom um, lives in Canada as well. Is it? <laughs> so he was going to come out the year before COVID happened. Um, and then 
his mom, my grandma, was like going through some health things, so he wanted to delay it for when she was a little bit better so that he could visit both of us at the same time instead of just coming to Canada to visit one or the other. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic hit. So they're finally coming out. Um, and yeah, that's going to be fun to show my father around to a place that he's already lived and knows very well. <laughs> <laughs> that he was here before you? Yeah. Uh, like, that's funny. I'll point out all the things that may have, may have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this? No. Well, let me show you about it. <laughs> Are you going to show him your uh, work establishment? Absolutely. <laughs> Does your dad know? I don't think so. Yeah, oh, interesting. Your mom does. My mom does. Yeah. And my mom's whole side of the family does. My parents aren't together, though, so. That makes sense. So some deep secret that she's withheld from her no. partner this whole time. And also, like, he doesn't ask me questions about my life. as oh. classic, <laughs> classic dad. That's terrible. Yeah. My dad knows everything about your life. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> and I know your dad's birthday, my... and I already have a birthday gift plan for him. Oh, my God, I know. Remind me of my dad's birthday later. <laughs> Remind me what we're getting him. That's so funny. Um, that's very exciting. You also had another family member in town. Yeah, I have my, my cousins over at the moment as well. Ugh, why are the Kiwis coming over here? I know. <laughs> Scram. He, yeah. He's over in Vancouver Island at the moment. Did you ever tell me you were a stripper? He knows, yeah. And remember we remember we debated if it was like appropriate to bring your cousins to strip club? Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Have you thought any more about that? Me and, uh, me and a friend of ours talked about this. Did you really? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think that's appropriate. Like, if it was, if we were the same sex, like, if it was, like, my girl wow. cousin, then, yeah, I would probably bring her. I think it'd be fine if you weren't working and you brought him to the strip club. And oh, yeah. Like friends were working and stuff. Working, yeah. Um, so I don't think that's inappropriate. But, like, they, they listen to the podcast and they're like, yeah, I mean, is it, like... It's her amateur night and she's begging him to, like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> like, it's a little different. Yeah, no, I don't think I just like that feels weird to me to have to like bring him to a strip club mostly because like I wouldn't want to sit with my cousin in a strip club yeah and, like, I think that's more girls get naked yeah even that. if you weren't a stripper it's kind of like yeah I, I never quite understood either when like you know men bring their sons and stuff it's like you want to watch your son yeah. get a half job like I don't quite <laughs> understand but then again like I would go to like thunder down under with my mom in Vegas yeah but I do think strip clubs for men and women are very different yeah. like strip clubs when women go like cis women go it's like entertainment and when cis men go it's like arousal well then what do you think about like like sisters coming to like the re- a regular strip club I know sisters that have threesomes for money so I don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's like on the very low end of right. what I've seen sisters do with each other so yeah. <laughs> Because I just feel like it's less weird if you're, like, the same sex. Like, we know sisters that work together at the strip club. Yeah, see, and I don't think... I wouldn't be weird about my sister in, like, a whatever way. I'd be yeah. more weird about parents or, like, yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, I think, like, when you're, like, siblings, it's, like... Even though you're genetically more like them, I don't know. I just think it's not weird. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be weird if, like, one of my siblings came to a strip club with me. What about or a worked in a strip club with me. No. I mean, that'd be weird. We were at strip club. We were both working at <laughs> <laughs> Love so the versatility. Would you go to, like, a strip club as a Patreon with your brother? Because I think the difference in sex is what makes it weird. Like, two brothers going to a strip club is less weird than, like, a brother and a sister going to a strip club. And, like, similarly, two sisters coming to a strip club is, like, not as weird. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. If you had a... Uh brother that was into men then would you be not uncomfortable going to see female strippers but were uncomfortable seeing male strippers 
Like, is it his arousal that is what would be bothering you or the gender difference between the two of you? Ooh, she's yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if, like... Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, it's a pickle. Yeah, it is a pickle. I feel like... Love those. <laughs> I feel like if I went with my brother and he was straight, that's kind of weird. A weird. A weird. But if I went to a female stripper with a my brother who was gay, that's less weird. Mm-hmm. So it's their arousal more so than Yeah, I think so. I think so. Also, just like straight men make me is all weird. Yeah, <laughs> straight men. Period. Yeah, no fair. I think it's straight men in strip club settings that make me weird, and I don't want to be around that if I'm related to them. What and what if you're? What if you're? Because um, like, like if, what if your brother, your dad was one of those ones that was like, or your brother was one of those ones that was like. What about I dance for you? And you have to find that out. I would have to. I would have to divorce him from the family somehow. Unadoptive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. I um. Yeah, I think it's the. I think it's straight men being in clubs and being related to them because I don't think it would be a problem for me if it, it was like, if I was like at the male strippers with. A brother who was gay. Wouldn't be weird. No. I think it's just straight men in strip clubs. (laughs) And you saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we don't have brothers, so it's hard for us to understand. Um, But I also have weird incest fetishes. Okay, well. (laughs) Come to my private strip club, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You nasty. (laughs) Watching it, you guys find I have a secret brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> I'm really excited I couldn't breathe there yeah. um, also my voice is so much more aggressively deeper than usual now I know it's like fluctuating over the day that we've like I'm like I think I fucked it up in Cologne last time we were on our trip because I mean I don't know oh yeah screaming in the club because yeah. <laughs> we were those girls unhinged <laughs> yeah. behavior um, okay what other life updates do you have me I'm just Apartment hunting, as usual, mm-hmm. it's a headache. There's such limited um, good places in Vancouver, and that except dogs, and they're big enough and not you know ridiculous twenty thousand dollar places. Ridiculous, ridiculous, and where I want them to be because I don't want to be um, in certain areas. I'm very particular about where I like to live. So yes, you are. Yeah, as I deserve to be. So um, yeah, that's pretty much the excitement of my life is. Continually apartment hunting. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, what about work? I really haven't been working, to be honest. I have so many. So I had two really good Mondays. So since this is two weeks mm-hmm. in, the last two Mondays have been fabulous. My very lovely customer comes and sees me and gets a bunch of dances and orders me steaks and prawn and red wine for lunch and always buys me a bunch of, like, cute outfits and shoes. And he's, like, starts my week off right and it, like, puts me on such a good mood to, like, work the rest of the week. It's like mm-hmm. I've already started on a high note. And then I had a really, really great Thursday night. Um, one of my, like, long-term regulars came in, and he was great to us. And then this um, oh, sexy know. Merit guy came in, oh, no. and he <laughs> drove from Merit. <laughs> and so funny, because I messaged him. I was like, hey, I'm at the club tonight. What are you up to? He's like, I'm in Merit. And we were like, does he know we left there? <laughs> we left a month ago. <laughs> 
And uh, he's like, oh, shit, I missed the memo. <laughs> it's Chris Kurt. And then he just stays in Vancouver, and I had, like, a very lovely night with him. And, yeah, it was a very um, fabulous Thursday night um, of work. We had um, some champs. Yeah, we sure fucking and did. And then some more champs. <laughs> <laughs> and got a loosey-goosey. Yeah. <laughs> but worth it. And then um, this past week, I was doing a dance for this guy. And... Um, he was like, ugh, I hate, like, ugh, anyways, I hate people saying things like this, but he was like, he was like, introduced himself to me, and I recognized him, so I danced for him before, and he was like, in the middle of the dance, he's like, oh, he's like, I've never been this hard from a dance, and I want you to be like, bitch, I've given you a dance before, <laughs> you're like, insulting me and complimenting me, unless my, like, game's gotten that much better, like, <laughs> I was like, ew, um, but also, fuck you. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, while I was working, there was a guy sitting at the bar and he like waved me over. He's like, I have $10,000 for you. And I was like, okay, you sure you did, but let's hear this one. So I walk over, I was like, what's your name? He's like, Bond, James Bond. And I was like, I swear to God he did. And I, my laugh was so on point. Like I had, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life and so unique and original. <laughs> and I've never heard that before. And then uh, he was like, um, he's like, do you do karate? And I was like, no. And he's like, because your body's kicking. (laughs) (laughs) And he had like line after line. It wasn't even like he was like sprinkling them in. He would just like go and say line. Another line. No knock knock joke. Here's another line. Here's another line. And then he's like, so I have your $10,000. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's like, and he sent, gives me a $2 scratch win ticket that's worth $10,000. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a little funny. <laughs> and I didn't win, but that's fine. Um, but that was really cute. He's like, I got $10,000 for you, and that's has a $2 scratch ticket. <laughs> and if that isn't working in Vancouver, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, and then I had a couple ask me to sit with them. And... Uh, we went up, and they both oddly have, like, really nice feet. So my one guy friend is, like, obsessed with feet, so I sent him all the feet pics. He's like, oh, I guess there's a really nice fucking foot fetish party up there, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, yep. And then um, as I was dancing, that girl was, like, leaned in really close to me, and I had my back to her, she goes, do you bleach your asshole? It's perfect. <laughs> I was like, I don't, but I've been wanting to, so thank you. She's like, why? And actually, that's true, because, you know, I tried to go bleach our asshole, and they're like... Nothing happened. Yeah, and they were like, why are you here? You don't need this. And I was like, I just want... I literally came here just to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> just for my own ego. For $200 just to hear that. Yeah. But um, now I'm really curious about how dark people's assholes are, that, like, people, like, notice ours and are like, wow, those are, like, clean assholes. <laughs> it's a little concerning. And then I asked, I remember I asked, like, when we went, got ours done, and she was like, you guys don't need this, or we weren't together, but... <laughs> <laughs> One on each side. You don't need this. <laughs> um, I asked her, I was like, well, why do some people have such dark ones? And then I was like, is it because of no. poop? And I, like, did, I like, had to ask. That's a very fair question. No, it's not. That's a very fair question. It's not like coffee, it stains your teeth. <laughs> no, she said some people that it could be. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> that I nev- and because I never poop. I never- yeah, what? Uh, yeah. And no, she said it's like hormonal and like genetics and like your parents just suck pretty much. If you, if you don't have a perfect asshole like mine and Riley's. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Um, and stop pooping so much. <laughs> have you thought about not shitting? <laughs> 
That's definitely not what she told me, but... <laughs> wow, that's what? All, that's all I heard, and I'm happy with that. Oh, lordy. What are you doing right now? I'm aggressively shaking my phone because I just uh, exited out of it, or I deleted it. Oh, no, I found it. Just kidding. I thought I deleted all my notes. I was like, well, that's that's it for this episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Remember, kids, don't shit. <laughs> don't shit so much. Um, okay, also, annoyingly, you know there's that sex worker IG chat that, like, this sex worker crown has and a bunch of us in it? Yeah. I keep getting fucking removed. And I'm like, why are you removing me? She follows, like, my pod, like, the pod page and my personal page, and she keeps removing me. And I'm like, what is, is your... Is you don't chit-chat on it? Well, they talk about nonsense sometimes. Like, they'll talk about their cats. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to say to that. I'm like, nice cat. Like, <laughs> nice fucking... Nice <laughs> Nice boozy. Insulin. Insulin block. <laughs> I can't be involved. Don't leave me out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, stop fucking removing me. <laughs> um, okay, so we requested this week. We wanted your cringe... Text. Yeah, you guys loved our little uh, reenactment. Yes, you did love it, and we got so many of them did that I had like to. It? Yes, and I had to. I had to pick only a few, and I had to even then I had to split them up between this episode and like oh. episode one forty four. I'll have more. Okay, so the first one here it goes. So it's not really stripper related, but I was texting guy, and this is what happened. So I'm gonna read the guy's part, okay. which is the black, and the you're voice? gonna read. Um, the blue part, which is her. Okay. And I'm not going to do a voice because I already have a very deep voice lately. So Rude. we don't have to really lean into it anymore. Committed to it last time, but it's fine. You did. You really gave it your all. <laughs> <laughs> like on the dance floor this past weekend. <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kim. <laughs> we don't know her. Kim's unhinged. <laughs> Truly. Okay. Hi, smiley face. It was very nice to meet you and talk to you tonight. If you decide you ever want to hang out, let me know. Have a great night. Was well, so nice to meet you too. You're delicious, and of course, I want to hang out. I'm actually doing day shift this week, so maybe we could do Saturday night. I'm delicious? Question mark? Question mark? Surprised emoji. I don't just kiss anyone. Lol. You are yummy AF. Am I in trouble? Question mark? And then that annoying emoji with like the eye squint and the tongue out. Lol. Probably. Well, you're sexy as fuck. Also, we might be in trouble. Smirk face. Perfect. I love trouble. I thought yesterday you said you didn't want to hang or date. Question mark, exclamation mark, thinking emoji, tongue out emoji. Oh my God. This is awkward. I thought this was a different number. I'm so sorry. I'm a dick. Laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. I think this might have been the stupidest thing I've ever done. Now, all caps, that's awesome. Covers face. So, who are you kissing tonight? <laughs> and then she says... So, again, it's not really stripper-related, but I was texting a guy who I turned down already thinking it was another guy I met at the same party, and that's what went down. <laughs> so she's like, you're so delicious. Thank you. I was so good kissing you. He's like, I thought you didn't want to date. And she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the fact this man was like, anyway, who are you kissing? <laughs> Lordy. Yeah. Okay. And the next one for today. An application to one Sierra Hempseed. Oh, shout out to uh, Miss Horn. That's who sent that one in. <laughs> a, um, fr- a friend of the pod. Yeah. And um, a former guest we had on. Check out her her uh, her episode. And this is actually another guest we have coming up, Sierra Hempseed. So this is the big email. It goes, an application to one Sierra Hempseed for her consideration. And then a quote to start it off. Okay, yeah, good. In great attempts, it is glorious even to fail. 
Um, Cassius um, Longinus. Let me... (laughs) Yeah, famously. I I always always say that. (laughs) Let me start off by saying you don't know me, and I don't really know you either. I realize this is one hell of a cold call and more than a bit of a ridiculous Hail Mary. A great attempt, if you will. But maybe by the end of this, maybe you'll consider grabbing coffee sometime. Let's begin. I think it was probably the fall of 2020 where I got dragged into the orange number five by my friend Tommy, who wanted to visit a dancer he knew there. You hadn't gone on yet, but Tommy wanted to sit on Perv Row. I remember you hit the stage in a bright green bikini and I was blown away by your show. You had clearly put out a lot of time and effort into it and you kept looking me dead in the eyes, which was equal parts unnerving and seductive. I don't know if this is just something you do, but it is very effective at making an impression. That and the dubstep. Never hear that anymore. I've got a memory like a sieve, but I remember that much. We left shortly thereafter to end our night at the Heatley. I very rarely find myself in strip clubs, mostly because I'm an extremely awkward human, but that night I was glad I went. Fast forward a few weeks and you showed up on my Instagram search feed. I thought to myself, fuck it, why not, and followed you. I was delighted to see we had similar sense of humor, love of memes, both ADHD gang, and around the same age. I was struck by your blunt honesty, not just about yourself, but also the standards you had for others. I saw a lot of myself in you. I'm totally fine being alone and have zero time for punters, but I'm also at the age where it would be nice to have someone to share some memories with. Over the months, months, I watched your stories periodically, chuckling at the relatable memes you post, by and large agreeing with your take on the world and the issues facing it, even sh- shamefully being a reply guy to some stories and particularly not getting a response back. Like I said, I'm an awkward human. Then one day you got a partner. My hopes dashed, I muted your stories and pledged myself to focus on me, finish school, and maybe down the road I meet someone as cool, witty, and babely as Sierra Hempseed. Months rolled by and you popped into my head again and decided to lurk you. After all, why not? Why shouldn't I peer into the life of someone I can seemingly only catch the attention of if I'm sitting on perv row, watching them take their clothes off, surrounded by other leering, slack-jawed mouth breathers? Isn't that what social media is for? Surely I can emotionally self-mutilate myself any further than I already had. Lo and behold, your partner had very recently become an ex. Hope sprang eternal, though I realized that I hadn't the gotten even a response from you, so the chances of getting one now were slim. If you've read this far, you might be thinking, who the fuck is this barboose? Extremely awkward admirer, and why should I even entertain this application? Well, madam, let me introduce myself and make my case. My name's blank. I was born on January 3rd, 1989 at 2.58 p.m. I know you're an astrology buff, so I figured I'd give you the info. Give you the info off the hop. I'm just under 6'2", around 200 pounds, relatively heavily tattooed, and I'm currently doing freelance makeup work and trying to get into the film industry after graduating from Blanche McDowell this last August. I had a spot of luck, emphasis on luck, with crypto, and don't really have to work if I don't want to, but that won't last forever, and I'd prefer to not burn through it. I live alone in blank with my four munchkin cats, Boo, Bear, Bean, and Basco. They're effectively my sons, as I give them myself the gift of vasectomy on my 30th birthday. I gave myself the gift. Let me sound like you did it yourself. <laughs> I did it's it my wife. I did it. Yeah, that's an odd. I YouTubed how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're effectively my sons. I gave myself the gift of a vasectomy on my 30th birthday. I figured that based on the trajectory the world is going, it would be unfair to bring a child into it, much less download my bullshit onto one. Plus, I like buying, doing, and learning cool shit, and children are like the antithesis of that, and zero fun, generally speaking. I like to work out, cook, run, climb, bike, and travel. My hobbies include reading, watching movies, building models, and single-player story-driven video games. In so many words, I'm a power nerd, though you wouldn't guess that by looking at me. As far as lifestyle goes, I'm pretty over getting fucked up. I know you're off the liquor, which is a big selling point for me as well, as I spent a good chunk of my late 20s into my early, mid-20s blacked out, and I'm really not big on getting licked up anymore. I used to smoke a lot of weed, literally 15 years of several times daily, but went off as May long last year because it was doing more harm than good. By no means am I saying this is a suitable jab. I miss it like hell, and I'm jealous shade of green for people who can enjoy it and not fuck their lives up. But I was just holding me... 
back. You've also made posts about being an acid mammy, which is just friggin' awesome, as that is by far my favorite substance ever, that I treat it with respect. I have close to a full sheet of dancing bears in my desk I'd love to share with you down the road. From value perspective, I feel like we're fairly aligned. Politically, I'm very left, but not very performatively. In that, I feel it's a class war first, not a culture war. I would love to see wealth equality and the wood chipping of the rich who exploit us all. Ass first. I believe in functional social supports for the disenfranchised. I hate cops. I corporate welfare. I don't jive well with conservatives. I have zero problem with sex work in any form, be it full service, stripping, OnlyFans, cam, etc. Everyone's got to make rent in this world of dogs as long as it's no one being hurt or exploited to do that. Get that money, honey. From a goals perspective, I'd simply like to be comfortable and do what I like for the rest of my life. <laughs> while being able to go to animals, eat well, go cool places fairly often, be as healthy as possible, and pushing myself to be the best I could be. As far as who I am as a person, past my activities, interests, values, and goals, I have been described as kind, understanding, generous, resourceful, handy, loyal, empathetic, and great giving advice. I mentioned I've got diagnosed with ADHD, specifically the combined tech. Wow, he's really focused on this though. Yeah, it's very yeah. impressive. <laughs> I take meds to manage it. There we go. I also have lashings of OCD, depression, and part of me thinks I may be on the ASD spectrum, but the jury's still on that one. I've got a pretty good handle on my emotions and who I am as an individual, but I'm also learning to trying to be the best version of myself. I've been to therapy and to deal with a lot of shit, but I'm also looking to go back simply because it's a good idea to have a professional hold on to my baggage for me, metaphorically speaking. I've given my heart... Oh, not really? Okay, literally? No? Okay. I've, uh, <laughs> I've given my heart... I hate people saying metaphorically, but it's like, well, no shit. <laughs> like, I've given my heart out to the wrong people in the past, and they've cut it into tiny little pieces. And left me to stitch them back together. And based on what you've posted, I feel you can relate to that. That being said, I've definitely broken some hearts along the way, but I'm careless of myself, so I would, won't pretend I'm without flaw. But I have learned to be more mindful as I get older. I guess this brings a conversation to you and why I feel like we get along famously. I feel like we both have similar examples and experiences with mental illness, substance use and abuse, shitty people, and a share a dry sense of humor, enough where we'd be able to relate on more than a few levels. I think you're gorgeous, hilarious, and sharp as a tack, and I really appreciate something to make you laugh and get to know you, even if we determine we'd be better off as friends. I feel like we travel well, vibe well, and compliment one another in a lot of ways. I'm not trying to waste your time because I'm not trying to be a time waste myself either. Here are some pros and cons. <laughs> Man comes with the front. <gasps> and it is categorized and yeah. like dashed. There's hyphens, everything. I'm very excited for this. Let me change positions. All right. Okay. Go. Here are some pros and cons. Pros list. Kind of understanding. Tall, well-built, broad shoulders. Active, but not an obsessive douche. About it. Oh, about it. I see. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, bro, I'm about it. You that know? Was, that's a weird <laughs> thing to throw in there. Uh, I'm not obsessive douche about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, earth sign. Good cook. Great with animals. Vasectomy gang. Live alone. Zero debt. Relatively financially secure. Looking for a partner not to be mothered. Extremely resourceful. Apparently intelligent. Creative. Quick-witted with decent comedic timing. Allegedly good-looking. Solid group of friends. Of good people. Loyal and protective. Gorgeous hair. Um, and this is a plus slash minus, so I think go either way. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, four cats go back to blank to visit monthly. Total nerd. Cons. Very clumsy. Falls apart without routine. Leaves dish in the sink too often. Introverted. Almost a hermit in the winter months. Independent to the point of being aloof. Generally clueless at times. Seriously, dumbest smart dude ever. Hair is so nice and might provoke jealousy. <laughs> you can check me out on Instagram at social media. As a general rule, because it's such a time waste. However, I need it for portfolio purposes. At the moment, my main account is deactivated. I also realized this was way more than 500 words, but I hope I can get an E for effort. Thanks for taking the time to read. Blank. 
why would I date this guy? I think I, and then I haven't read this yet. That was the first time I'm reading it. And why do I recognize that handle? Has he sent me messages before? I love that. Actually, he has a really good name. I can't say it on the podcast yeah. for suing purposes, but um, I, uh, I actually really like that name. That's yeah. only the best thing about him. I think is his name. So we're going to creep his Instagram right now yeah. and make a judgment call on the broad shoulders and good hair. Why do I know this name? I don't know if this is... This can't be him. Did you say it was deleted? Um, his main one. Okay, well, after much digging, we did not find this broad-shouldered, nice-haired, vasectomy-giving <laughs> man. <laughs> DIY vasectomy-giving man. Um, but I might bug her for his I profile. I want to see this um, Okay, and then she sent in another one. And she said, um, that first email was from a dude that was in the question, would you date a customer? Okay, so there's another one Sierra Lovely sent in. And this is another gentleman professing his love to her in a very, very cringy handwritten note. Okay, but also I will start with the fact that he has really nice handwriting. Gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like a hurricane, dot, 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 of cheese. There are certain people that come into our lives at the exact moment that we need them. Are we capable of recognizing when them when this happens? Are we open enough to really see who they are and what they offer? Are we comfortable enough with ourselves and ready to let go of past trauma and heartbreak? Often we look through the lens of lust and desire when we should be looking into ourselves. Is what we want what we need? What's being offered can only be accepted if we recognize that it's what we truly crave and need. I'll do my best to answer these questions here. You are like a hurricane. There's calm in your eye. That's a quote. I first saw you through the window of the shop and we immediately locked eyes. I, of course, thought you were beautiful beyond compare to anyone I had ever seen. I could see the fire and passion you hold inside yourself hold it yeah inside yourself in your eyes even though the glass right away I wanted to approach you and strike up a conversation due to my past trauma and heartbreak I shrugged and questioned myself on whether I should or not all the doubts and questions that anyone faces race through my head I've built a lot of walls in my time around my soul but then I locked eyes with you again and that fire and passion I saw in your eyes through that window knocked all of those walls down I haven't questioned myself in concern of you since and another quote I am getting blown away to somewhere safer where I where the feeling stays I became is he making these quotes I don't know because I don't they don't quote anyone. Well, if he's not probably citing it. Yeah. <laughs> Some plagiarism. So, that, right so that hurricane of a cheese was his brilliance? Okay. I think so. <laughs> okay. From the mind Quite of hurricane the cheese. <laughs> All right. I became the myself I knew I was that I knew I loved. A man that is strong but passionate, vulnerable but con- confident, kind but ruthless, easygoing but driven. I didn't approach you as someone I intended on pursuing, even though I was obviously physically attracted to you. I just became comfortable with myself, being comfortable around you. It felt like I knew you already. Conversation was easy. 
Another quote. Oh, God. I want to love you, but I'm getting blown away. <laughs> I <laughs> It's giving lactose intolerance. (laughs) (laughs) After the first day I met you, I looked forward to the next day that I got to see you. From there, it was just... From there, it has just felt easy and natural. I don't even think what to say to you or how to react to you. Normally, I would be very shy and overthink things to say to someone I was attracted to you, but I was drawn to you like a magnet. Another quote. Oh, God. You are just a dreamer, and I am just a dream. Every day I look forward to chatting with you. I look forward to not wasting your time. I look forward to continuing to be so comfortable around you. I look forward to helping each other through life's ups and downs. I look forward to hearing if you feel the same. I don't want to waste your time or mine. I'll always be real with you and hope you're always real with me. You know, I've learned anytime it sounds like, I'll always be honest with you, they're the biggest fucking liars. Anyone's always real, it's always fake. Yes. Another quote. Oh, God. And you could have been anyone to me. Very easy to feel vulnerable writing this and letting you read it. And, and now then read on a podcast. <laughs> and now send it to podcast girls that they can read on the podcast and blast you. Uh, in fact, it does leave me very vulnerable, but I'm not questioning myself now after going the entire time I have known you not questioning myself. <laughs> Why start now after going this far? To end this, I want to say I feel a little crazy that I have, have wrote this, written this, and that I'm actually going to show you, but it actually feels good and it feels right. Fuck it. Life's short, and I love nuggets and cheese. Shut the fuck up. That's what the last quote. Oh, no. Okay. You were like a hurricane. There's calm in your eyes, and I'm getting blown away. Oh, that was the full quote, I see. And he just split it up. Um, And then it says XOXO, scientist's name. Ugh. is like a hurricane of cheese an essay on how i will not waste your time 500 words embarrassing are you not embarrassed <laughs> i'm kind of upset with the obsessed with the guy that wrote a person list oh my god give us me i want to see him yeah we do need a photo of that sierra write that in test please yeah um so those are just the two for this episode, but we'd have a lot more, so um, we'll read more of our cringe messages. You can feel free to send more into us, Please and we will do. get to them in future episodes. Okay, so last week's poll was about navigating jealousy in the club, and the first one was, uh, okay, be honest, do you get a bit jealous when your work wife slash close friends are doing well at the club and you're not? And 49% said Yes. 24% said not at all. And then 28% just said they just want to see the results. They, they weren't weighing it. Right. So a good handful do get jealous. And then we asked them, um, if yes, you do get a bit jealous, how do you mitigate the, that jealousy? Do you get resentful? How do you combat that? So 
the first person said, I check myself. I remind myself that dances are like ice cream flavors. One day lemon might be really popular. One day everyone might be gravitating towards strawberry. One day it will, it will be your day. There's a flavor out there for everyone. Also, I try to tell myself that at least someone is making money, even if it isn't me. Another one said, I don't get jealous, but I do get mad. If I'm hustling a group with dancers I'm friendly with and they get booked and don't try and get me booked too, I always try and get all the girls hustling the group into the group booking, but it doesn't seem to go both ways to some people. But I never, ever get jealous. I love to see everyone making money. It's inspiring. We all have good and bad nights. No point getting jealous because that won't fix anything. But I did get very jealous once when I met my boyfriend's group of friends and one of his female friends spat water on my boyfriend, but she's my friend now too. (laughs) Fair. Um, this one says, jealousy is a secondary emotion. Another feeling always causes it. Is it the feeling of inadequacy, past trauma, etc.? Identifying where it comes from can be so helpful in itself. That's very good. I just remind myself that I'm glad someone is making money and that next time it'll be me and that it only takes one man. I try to say to myself, you can't be the flavor of the night every night. Everyone has bad nights. Remember that sometimes they're in your position too. Not every night is going to be your night. Another one said, I remind myself that I'm not filling others' bags but my own and to stop worrying about their bag. I tell myself that everyone has good and bad nights and I'm happy that customers are spending. I think, I think to myself, that's her money, not mine. Get it, girl. And try to focus back on myself. Another one said, see it as motivation. If she can make money, then there is money in the club to be made. I take notes on their success and eat a Twix bar to fix my ugly attitude. <laughs> um, give yourself a little treat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if they can do it, I can do it too. And I stay positive because negative energy pushes the money away. Mm-hmm. I remember it's not my time and that when it is, I'll reap like they did. Karma is real. Be happy for your friends and work wives. Realizing that it's not personal slash take a minute to reset and write down my own goals. Another one says, be happy for them, but focus your energy on making your own bag. Not resentful. I remind myself they deserve it and my time will come. I tell myself that my day is coming. Every day is different and I know my good night will come too. Another one says, I know that every night isn't always going to be my night and I'm just happy they're they're eating too. Mm -hmm. Impossible to avoid, but jealousy looks ugly on everyone and we're all trying to be cute around here. I wouldn't say jealous. I just get happy for them, but feel bad for myself, which in the end doesn't help my money. So maybe I'll take a snack break or call someone for a quick chat and take my mind off of it and come back strong. Communicate. I will just talk with my girls and say how I'm feeling. Understanding that everyone has a good slash bad days, choosing to work through it and not be spiteful. Another one said, I use it as a way to get out of my slump and up my game. Try to remember the days when I made money and they didn't. Ask for tips and tricks on certain situations that they are better at handling than I am. I just tell remind myself it's out of my control and that sometimes the situation is going to be flipped. Another one says, I used to until I started to make use of my money to make more money outside the adult industry. Being genuinely happy for them, it's their turn to make money. It always comes back. I remind myself that I can always ask her what worked for her and that'll happen for me too. Another one said, self-compassion. Feelings are valid, but compassion over competition helps everyone win. Focus on my hustle and my strengths. Remind myself that we approach and entertain differently. Remind myself that we're all humans, just trying to survive, and it will all be balanced out in the end. 
Another one here. The more jealousy I give into the less money I make. The energy is real. Go home. Try tomorrow. Name slash feel the feelings. Try to learn from her. Think about when it's being reversed. Reframe. Tonight they are doing well, but on another night I'll be doing well and they might not be. And lastly, one I really liked. Jealousy is a totally normal emotion. It's what you do with it that matters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about yourself, Jimmy? Do you get jealous at the club? How do you how do you work through that if you do? I think so. I mean, I really do um, resonate with what um, uh, I think it was one of the first people said. Like, I don't get jealous. I get mad um, about when she tries to make other girls money and it just like doesn't come back. And I yep. know that there is something to be said about helping girls without the expectation that they help you back but I also think that like if you see someone continuously trying to help you it's no skin off your back to also try and help them and I just like there's only so like I mean those sorts of people you just end up not helping you know yeah also to like girls understand like if I have good customers or I know how to fucking hustle and I'm getting you in like you're gonna make a lot more money like appreciating that looking me in the eye acknowledging it thanking me even like that what you already should do as a basic human decency to thank someone for helping you but if you go even if the thank you is good enough for me but you should like I I'm a strong believer in like tipping people out when they help you getting them in next time when you can like Mm -hmm. scratching their back as well because like it'll come back to you tenfold like I really know when people like have my back too and like I'll go above and beyond to help them next time but if I make you, like, good and fucking money, like I have in the past, and they don't even fucking text me after to thank me, it's like, I will never help you, help you out again. Like, I'll yeah. make sure my I'll make sure my clients will give you money. Like, I'll, like, no, you had your chance. Like, yeah. and, like, there, no, I don't, I don't need girls helping me, but it's more so, like, it's, if I don't get a thank you, that's when I get, yeah. that's when I, that's when I get pissed off. It's like, you don't even thank me, and that's not even, like, I should be able to expect a thank you from someone. Yeah, like, definitely. that's not a big expectation. Um, but yeah. yeah, when you like are in a group and you're all hustling together and then the girls like don't care that all the girls don't get involved. I think it's like, I just think that's poor manners. Yeah. Like you all hustle together. You should try to all get the money going together. Like that's just how good. At etiquette. least just try. Like you don't have to get to the point that like you're, you're now, yeah, you're yeah. Not bothering someone so much that they don't even want to dance from you. But like, you're not going to offend anyone by being like. Well, should we take, you know, if you two girls approach two guys, one wants to dance, one doesn't want to dance. It takes nothing to be like, well, do you want to make it a double dance? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like close friends, like, yeah, of course, like I think when you're doing really well and I'm not like there's, I like how someone put it as well. Like it's not jealousy. It's like, I feel happy for them, but I also feel like sad for yourself. Yes. For and I, th- I think those two things can coincide for sure. Yeah. Cause like. Just if I'm not making money, it's not like I don't want you to make money. Yeah. If, if you're making money, I also want to make money. Yeah. Like, um, misery loves company. No. Um, but yeah, I think we've like, we've talked about that a lot over the years. Yeah. Like where, especially if one's having like a really good night and it seems like every fucking guy wants her and then no one wants to take you with yeah. them. You're like, what am I, the ugly stepsister? What the fuck yeah. is this? Like, and also I think too, because we have such different body types, like we hear a lot of those comments, like I love big boobs or I like really skinny. And like, it's hard when you're hearing like, direct compliments on someone else's body that's the opposite of what you have like for me that's like it's hard mm-hmm. for me to like 
not take that personally when someone's like, I love how slender she is. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck me, my fat ass. Like, I know that's not the reality, but it's hard to not get in your head like that when you hear it, like, multiple times. Yeah, I mean, and I think that goes with, like, anything. Like, if you're in a group, and we we hear this all the time in the strip club. I already know what you're going to say. You don't have to say it. But you have to because it's a podcast. But I already know what you're saying. No, but, like, even if you're standing next to someone and, like, they're talking to your friend and they're like, wow, you're just like the hottest girl in here. Or you're the most beautiful girl in the world. And, and you're like, you're setting it to be like, okay, so do you want to double dance? Or? Yeah. It's like, All right. Do you want this one with a less, yeah. a less attractive one? Do you want one of the ugliest to come yeah. with us? Yeah. <laughs> like it is like, it's, I mean, yeah, it, it ebbs and flows, but it's, it's difficult in that moment to not be like, like yeah. to yourself you know yeah and I think we like we have ways to combat it we've like worked through where like either like if one of us having a really good night like we'll like find a way to like move the money between us like yeah. like we've done that so like even if like our ego is bruised our bags are still good each yeah. like because like I think we have like a real trust of each other in the industry that we both know how to hustle we both will come back and help each other the next yeah. day like so we've like developed that between us um, so I think that for me helps me not get as jealous. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, the guys like her, you know, better physically, but like both our bags are getting it. So yeah. oh, <laughs> make that of, money, bitch. The <laughs> amount of dances that I've been forced into by you. <laughs> I'm just there in the background. Just holding the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah, really. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's funny because like, it's as much as like it feels so good to be the one it does feel good to be the one that's like getting chosen and like I'll take you on this journey with me you (laughs) slum (laughs) (laughs) you white like what's it called like bag of milk (laughs) what (laughs) bag of milk like never heard that before (laughs) when you'll drop like a bag of milk or what there's like like you know all roly poly and gross (laughs) no because we don't have bagged milk no yeah we don't either but like i've just heard that phrase before well anyways it's a phrase now go forth with it but um you know it's like i'll take i'll come along ogre i'll take you on i'll take you on my money journey tonight and you feel so good that you're like helping your ugly friend and and if you're saying you don't feel that sometimes you do and then and then like you're all high that much charity for the month is done yes mother Teresa whores and then and then the next day it's like you are like a fucking leper and no one wants you and you're like oh shit okay like right. this industry humbles you so fast oh like the mad times like i dying because like all the responses are like oh I just you know it's my time's gonna come and like I feel like <laughs> I'm like it's my time to shine <laughs> come on you ugly ass bitch <laughs> oh come along yeah. homely whore let's go <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of like have you seen the hustle with Rebel Wilson and um Anne Hathaway? No. And they like con men. It's the brother from like baking a uh, baking bread. <laughs> baking bread. Is that on the food network? Breaking breaking bread. Is that where they cook meth yeah. on the food network? <laughs> um and she's like, oh no, I can't marry you. Like I can't leave my sister. And the sister's like an ogre <laughs> and it like scares the man away so much that she keeps the like massive diamond ring but like he's not in the picture anymore <laughs> I just 
we are like that's, that's us. us. And, and it is us. Then we all take yeah, all three. Yeah. Where it's like, please take this like obnoxiously big boob woman with us, and then I'm like, take this scrawny little thing with us. Like, I'm gonna try and make a meme of like that us. particular thing, like at the club. Yes, please do. Oh, oh man, it's so true. But um, anyway, I'm so happy for my friends all the time. <laughs> Me, just never. <laughs> Uh, oh my quench. Jolie me out. Um, if you guys don't get that reference, y'all need to watch YouTube lads, lads, lads. Um, it's a stag, like British stag party or something on YouTube. He's just talking about his yeah, his going to a bachelor party. His friend's stag, and it is the funniest thing. And Riley and I quote it all the time, so you need to watch us so you get our quotes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, no, uh, jokes, but jokes aside, yeah, like, we, I think you and I specifically have, like, found ways for, like, in our friendship to, like, combat the jealousy. Yeah. And I also think we just, like, and not to be, like, we're amazing, which I mean, oh, obviously yeah. we are. <laughs> just here. I just think we both are, like, quite emotionally intelligent, where, like, we have the ability to, like, when we're having those days where we're being, like, meh and, like, catty or, like, whatever in our heads, yeah. like, we can, like, pull each other's time and be like, fuck, you know what? I'm, like, in a weird mood today. I'm just feeling like everyone's picking you. I'm, like, getting, letting it in my head. I'm, like, they Can are. you be uglier? <laughs> 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 they are you ugly, bitch. Jog <laughs> 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 on. Jog on, you whore. Ah, you fat ass. <laughs> As you kick me down the stairs. <laughs> and I fall like a bag of milk. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up um but yeah no we like have like found ways to like mitigate that either whether it's like talking through or like reminding each other that like remember that guy that gave you all that money for you being really pretty and him hating me (laughs) (laughs) and that guy literally stepped on my foot to get me out of the dance (laughs) 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 or the guy that paid me to fucking leave yeah oh yeah though i did love that yeah that yeah that happens a lot for you. I really am jealous of that. Because they say rude things to me to get me to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite getting paid to leave and then immediately going into another dance. It's double with double time, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, having a good friend like if jealousy within the club in general, I think I agree with all those things of like resetting yourself, reminding you that like fuck this club sucks anyways, fuck these bitches. Like, you know, I mean all the healthy things you guys said too. And then uh, and then um no, just reminding yourself of, like, all the really good nights you've had where, like, you have to beat the men off you. Yeah. <laughs> beat off men. <laughs> and uh, and then if it's in between, it's between you and a friend of yours who, like, you hustle a lot together and they're, like, killing it and you're, like, getting shit on. Yeah. And like, then just have a good communication yeah. talk with them about, like, no, I know this is crazy, babe, but, like, I'm just, like, feeling, like, some kind of way about it. Like, I don't want to be a downer, like... Um, and, like, you said, like, it's never... I'm never mad that you're making money. Yeah. I'm mad that I'm not making money with you. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I think like that's that's a really good way to say it too, is like, I don't want all of us to have bad nights. Just those bitches that I don't like. <laughs> just those little bitches. <laughs> My hotter than all those little bitches in here. <laughs> those ones, yeah. Um, but yeah, good talk. Anyways. Oh, yeah, we um, <laughs> is this all? Because I don't have much sanity left. <laughs> um, it seems very loud in here today, doesn't it? Yeah, it's us, babe. <laughs> me, my voice. Said <laughs> me. Um, okay, next week's poll: veteran strippers. What advice, tips would you give to new dancers? I will post that later. And we have a listener email. I want to throw in at the end here. When you guys were talking about when regulars get upset when you talk to other men versus when they talk to other dancers, that was in our episode with Andrew um, Warhan. Yep. Um, last episode, episode one forty one. Great episode. Check it out. Great interview. Mm-hmm. Great book. 
listen to it on audio. Yes, Modern Horror, great book. Buy it on regular paper. Yep, on the paper. <laughs> uh, when you guys were talking about when regulars get upset when you talk to other men versus when they talk to other dancers, I drew comparisons to the single income family where the man is the breadwinner. I knew a couple of families in high school where the dad was a lawyer or doctor and the mom was a stay-at-home mom. And it was cool for him to have dalliances outside the marriage, but not for her. If she wanted to keep living the lifestyle she had grown accustomed to. Wiener Woman touched on it in a bit in her story about losing her regular and realizing she was more upset with losing the regular income than the actual customer. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's 100% what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're, I mean, yes, of course you're hurt that someone, you know, on a personal level, you know, leaves you or cheats on you or whatever kind of phrasing you want to use. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a job and you're like, you're out income. And that's like the biggest thing is like, well, fuck, now my regular income's gone. Um, so yeah, um, we're pretty much just like hot, sexy, um, housewives that don't want to lose our doctor husband (laughs) amongst these whores (laughs) and harlots. (laughs) All right. That is going to be it for this episode. As always, find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod. Or email at 50plusatip at gmail.com. Sign to the questions, DMs with questions, comments, whatever you want to give us. We love getting them. Yeah, I want to go bet. (laughs) Um, Yes, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Get us on all the places you get your podcasts. Share with your friends. Check out the sponsors, X9, local Vancouver swimmer and exotic work company. They make amazing, unique pieces for sex workers, dancers, performers, and the queer community to express their confidence and sexuality. And don't forget to get your lashes done at La Vie and Lash. Liz is a- amazing at all types of styles. Um, wispy, mega volume, classic bottom lashes, colored, colored lashes. I'm loving the brown and the black like mixed combo at the mm, moment. Yes, nice and soft on you. Yep. If you let her know that 50 plus a tip sent you, you can get $20 off your first visit and you can find her at... Um, La Vie in Lash that's L-A-V-I-E E-N-L-A-S-H um, yeah follow her check out her amazing work and also check out Shoot with Joshua for amazing photos he's been doing a bunch of photos for a local club here and the pictures and videos are fucking mm-hmm. deadly so go check him out and get your photos done by him and you will not regret it you shall not shall not his, yeah his video Graphy video videography. There wow. We go. Okay. Yeah. His videography is amazing as well. I yes. finally, Josh, got my video back that I did with um an un uh an unexpecting man. an unexpecting male who slid into my DMs wanting to do a shoot and I was like, perfect. Oh, it looks so Let good. Let me gag you. Oh geez. Okay. <laughs> On that note, we're gonna go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, have a wonderful week and happy whoring. Bye. Bye.